might be a good idea to make a video defining metabolic syndrome. Hello everyone, welcome to Mind Blowing Health Models of Violet. I'm Violet, I'm a psychologist. The reason I make these videos is to help people to understand that your physical health and mental health come together to create that overall sense of well-being. If you find these kind of videos helpful, please consider subscribing. I'm defining metabolic syndrome for you guys because I feel like when we have the definition in front of us, when we're trying to make better decisions, we can make that decision based on facts and do the thing that helps us to be healthier. Metabolic syndrome is a cluster of conditions that occur together, increasing your risk of heart disease, stroke, and type 2 diabetes. There's others, there's PCOS, there's Alzheimer's, there's others. These conditions include increased blood pressure, high blood sugar, excess body fat around the waist, abnormal cholesterol or triglycerides levels, and I do believe there are even other of those clusters. In my opinion, these conditions all are related to insulin resistance or hyperinsulinemia. So let's define those two words. Hyperinsulinemia means the amount of insulin in your blood is higher than what's considered normal. That's all it means. Okay, what does insulin resistance mean? It's a condition in which your body doesn't respond well to the effects of insulin. So what that means is my body has insulin in it, and yet when sugar comes in, it's not, react it's not responding to the insulin the way it's supposed to. So if we really just put these two ideas together, what it's really saying is that on a very regular basis, my body is sitting around with too much insulin in it, and then the cells in my body are not reacting. What does that sound like to you guys? Anybody? Anybody? Have you ever heard of how people become alcoholic? Yeah, it's like when you drink so much that you've got alcohol in your blood so much that then eventually you start reacting to the alcohol, so you need more and more to become tipsy. Ring a bell? Okay, so what happens when you have insulin in your body and you eat carbohydrates? So insulin is the hormone that tells your body what to do with that free-floating sugar, among other things. Insulin has a lot of jobs. But the one we're talking about today is it allows your body to use some of that energy up, right? So it's going to shuttle some of it off into glycogen storage. Some of it's going to get used by your body. And then some of it's going to get put away as fat because storing sugar as fat on the body is safer than having the sugar remain in the blood floating around. The amount of fat that your body can store is individual. Each person is different. I, I heard Amy Berger give a talk and she talked about the personal fat threshold. This is the amount of fat that each individual can put away. Now, why am I bringing this up right now? It's important for us to understand something super, super, super simple. Our bodies are good at storing fat away because that's what it does to get toxic stuff out of the system. So, like for example, when you uh, ingest alcohol, your body grabs that alcohol out and stores it away as fat, right? When you eat sugar, your body grabs it away and stores it away as fat. It's, it's been known that when people lose weight, they end up with a little bit of extra toxins rolling around until they eliminate them in, you know, <laughs> urine and feces. Because when your body releases the fat, the toxins it was holding on to get pushed out. Regardless of who you are, there's a point at which your body will no longer be able to store fat. Everybody has their max. Some people 
seem to be able to stay below their max for many, many years. Other people get to their max rather quickly. And this is not simply about weight. There are some people that you would call a tofu who are thin on the outside, but fat on the inside because they cannot hold any more fat. They're saturated. And what would happen in that situation? So we have these thin people that are completely saturated where their fat cells are concerned. They start to show some of those signs of metabolic issue that I talked about at the beginning. So they start to show diabetes type two, they start to show heart disease, stroke. They start to have physiologic problems, gout, PCOS. They start to have physiologic problems due to the amount of excess carbohydrate because their body can't store any more of it away. It starts to actually affect them. There are some people that can gain a really large amount of fat and don't seem to have these other, you know, the, the, the PCOS or they don't have the, um, the diabetes or, right? And they just see, keep growing and growing and growing in size. And what I find really interesting is that we don't recognize that those people are able to remain quote unquote healthy because they have a better capacity to store away fat. We really do need to redefine our ideas about getting fat. We simply see it as some kind of cosmetic issue when in reality, gaining weight is our first indication or one of our first indications that we're at the beginning of insulin resistance and hyperinsulinemia. And I'm saying and because I feel like the two are dancing with each other. If I have too much insulin in my system, hyperinsulinemia, chances are it's because I'm resistant to insulin. Because if I wasn't resistant to insulin, my body wouldn't be producing the extra insulin to deal with the carbohydrates that I'm eating. I feel like these two things are connected and nobody's talking about it or they are talking about it, but not in a way that the average everyday person can understand. If you're insulin resistant or hypoinsulinemic, the bigger problem is that you are storing excessive amounts of fat because you're having too much carbohydrate intake. And that's a problem because at some point you're either going to hit your threshold and get sick. So you might have a small threshold and get sick. You can have a big threshold and get sick problem is that at some point you're going to get sick. We need to understand that gaining weight is our body trying to tell us we are overeating our carbo. We need to understand that gaining weight is our body trying to tell us that we are in the process of some kind of hyperinsulinemia or insulin resistance situation. So what's really crazy is that it takes a long time, like between five and 20 years to get to the classification of obese for most people, probably most people, generally speaking. And honestly, Five years is a long time. What do you think about five years of life from 20 to 25, from 25 to 30? That's a long period of time. 20 years from 20 to 40. It's a long period of time. Your body is so good at trying to keep you alive that it's storing that sugar away for five to 20 years, keeping you out of harm's way with regards to diabetes, out of harm's way with regards to heart disease, stroke, all these conditions that could be attacking you and making your life very, very difficult. Your body is so good at cleaning up and just storing that toxic sugar away as fat until, until it can't store any more fat. But you know what? Our body is that amazing that when we actually start to eat appropriately, the average person that eats appropriately, and when I say appropriately, now I'm talking about eating a healthy ketogenic lifestyle in anywhere from six months to three years, the average person can completely turn around 
their obesity can completely turn around. Even their diabetes and major illnesses can completely turn them around by eating a healthy ketogenic lifestyle. Why? Because when you stop poisoning yourself, your body is really good at cleaning up. Your body is really good at getting that stuff. I was able to get rid of just under 70 pounds in five months. Our body is amazing at cleanup. We can change our situation. It takes understanding what our body is doing to protect us. It takes understanding how our body is supposed to function and then taking action on what you understood and committing to doing that for the rest of your life. Yeah, I'm talking about forever because we put too much energy and effort into eating foods that taste fun and not enough energy and effort into building the healthy body that will take us to 105. A true wellness warrior isn't just thinking about this moment and how the food tastes now. You're thinking about how is this food fueling the body that's going to be with me for the next seven years that's going to make sure that I can live the life I want to live until 105. That's what a true wellness warrior is. If you want to be successful at your health, you need to think short-term, long-term, always. Short-term, what am I eating now for long-term? How am I going to be in seven years? A true wellness warrior prioritizes health over taste. I'm asking you to do that. Prioritize your health. I really want to thank you guys for coming by. All my wellness warriors, always happy that you're here. All the new people, like I said, let's subscribe. Thanks for watching. I really can't wait to talk to you guys next time.